Ian and Jake. Hello, Jake. Well, hello, Dave and Ian. It is Jake from Racers HQ. What are you, what are you doing here? Uh, Why are you in my house? <laughs> <laughs> when did you get here? Friend uh, of the show, Jake. Ha- yes. Have you not heard of squatter's rights before? <laughs> oh, you've been in my house for three years maintaining the property? <laughs> uh, no, I'm actually in town for work. Uh, my day job brought me here and... Uh, Thank you guys for letting me come by and uh, oh, spend absolutely. some time with you. Looking forward to hanging out. Yeah, absolutely. So long, long time listeners of the show will remember that uh, that us and Jake were together um, at Road America yep. a few years ago for uh, a chump car race, mm-hmm. now known as Champ Car for reasons, I suppose. Yeah. Um, and that was a blast because you guys were oh, on the man. crew together and oh, yeah. I got to do some mediocre driving. It was great. <laughs> um and then, yeah, now you're here. Yeah. And we're going to drag you to the cart track after this. Yeah, so we've we've had you on the show for Racers HQ. Mm-hmm. We had you on the show for Rags to Races. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We were on your show. Yeah. You know? Yeah, friend of the... You're our most recurring guest. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's I'm true. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. is true. Yeah, you're our Bob Newhart. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, Isn't he the one that would always come on Letterman at the drop of a hat? Maybe. I don't know. I, yeah. There is a bunch I'm of old. <laughs> that is an old reference. Hey, my my I used to stay up very late when as a child and watched way too much Letterman. I did too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's get started. Let's uh I want to ask about what's going on with Racers HQ and you were doing some sponsorship stuff. Yeah. For a while then. So uh last year I was uh, fortunate enough to be able to sponsor three different drivers uh through Racers HQ. Uh, had a friend of the show, Matt Murphy. Uh, he was my iRacing driver. Mm-hmm. Uh, Davin Sturdivant, uh, who's from Cart Pulse, if you're familiar with the uh, podcast there, or uh, uh, I forget the other podcast name he's on, Road. Uh, I can't remember. Sorry, Davin, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was my kart racer, and I had a uh, autocrosser. Karen Thomas and uh, was able to sponsor all of them, give them a little bit of cash to uh, continue on and move up in the ranks in uh, racing. Uh, they all did outstanding. Um, uh, Karen Thomas actually, for her first time ever at nationals, got her uh, SCCA jacket at the Autocross National Finals. That's awesome. So, so tell me about the jacket. What is what is the SCCA jacket? So, when you win a national championship in your class in SCCA, you don't get a trophy, you don't get a plaque or anything. You actually get a jacket that okay. says you're a winner. It's the only way you can get that jacket. Oh, you can't nice. go buy it off the SCCA store or anything like that. So, it's a really big deal if you're ever at a, like a SCCA sanctioned autocross event. If you see someone wearing a national champion jacket, Pay attention to them because they okay. have, uh, already won, you know, been the best in the country in their class. Wow. Okay. Okay. Or murdered the best in their country. <laughs> I mean, there's that too. <laughs> it's like a big dude in a tiny jacket. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. Did it my Camaro. <laughs> but yeah, unfortunately, uh, I had to take a job. Uh, I took a position with work that requires a lot of travel. So I've kind of put things on hold uh, for the time being just because it's very hard to consistently and uh, make quality podcasts in variety of different hotel rooms with different internet connection speeds and everything else. Especially when I'm trying to interview somebody via Skype or Google Hangouts, it makes it really, really challenging to get good quality audio. Uh, I did try it for a while. I know I had James on a several, James Chartres, uh, Kanga Motorsports, he was on several times. 
Uh, it's just kind of had to, it, it, I needed to put it on hold until I get to a point where I'm in a more stable place and can sit down and write more and uh, work with uh, guests and get more quality quality podcasts up. Sure. Yeah. Um, and I'm working on that uh, hopefully here in the near future. Um, I'll actually say it here for the first time in public. I'm actually also working on a book. Oh, oh really? nice. That's yeah. awesome. First of all, I appreciate that you regard our podcast as public. <laughs> <laughs> it's a enough. bit of a stretch. You basically, but you basically just told it to yourself when you listened to your <laughs> yeah, own okay, episode. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> but uh, I actually I started writing a few months back. I'm not very far into it. I'm okay. trying to work on it as much as I can in my free time. But what it's going to come down to is a, a beginner's guide to getting off the couch and into a race car, nice. no matter what your budget is, kind of sort of along the rags to races and how I've taken Racers HQ is getting people off their butt and into yeah. a car. Uh, so I'm going to go a little bit more in depth than just road racing. I'm going to be uh, working with some people who uh, do circle track stuff, drag oh, cool. racing, drifting. Uh, of course, sim racing is in there, karting. I'm going to yeah. have a little bit of the basics on everything and a breakdown of what kind of a budget you should be expecting to be spending right. uh, in, okay. in each form and, and the cheapest way to go about getting involved with, sure. with the different types of motorsport. That's really cool, man. When when you have a, a book or draft or something's ready to go, we'd love to oh, talk yeah. about it on the show. Yeah. Oh, I'll, yeah. yeah you guys will be one of the first ones to get one of the early copies yeah. and uh, let yeah. me know. Give me give me some notes. Yeah. Yeah. Love absolutely. It. Yeah. That, yeah. If there's a section about it in, uh, you know, uh, a section in it about podcasting, just let us know. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or, yeah, or like in Dave's uh, area of expertise, like, uh, pit crew preparation, uh-huh. like, like <laughs> yeah. pit crew uh, snack table. Yep. Yeah. Um, hydration. Uh huh. Yeah. Yep. Co- coffee. Bringing coffee. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's better. Anything's better than what they had at the Road America. Oh, I'm telling you, Wisconsin coffee is a thing. That is a a real <laughs> thing, and it's like you know, it's a, it's a terrible, awful thing that exists in the world. It, Wisconsin coffee. It, is <laughs> I'm sorry. We're gonna talk about this. <laughs> Wisconsin coffee. Is that is that thing where you're like? It's like that movie. I can't think of one off the top of my head. But like you, you he, read bad reviews of it, and you're like, surely it can't be that bad. Like right. you know, like Tom Hardy and like you know. Janine Garofalo are in this. How bad could it be, right? And yeah. then you walk out and you're like, whoa, that was horrible. Right. Well, right? And, and it's that's a good analogy, too, because in, in your analogy, you've watched the whole movie. You uh-huh. didn't walk out early. Yeah. And you will drink the whole cup. Because yeah. I, there's there's points where you think, like, maybe it's just, like, temperature related. Because <laughs> right. you've had those cups right. of coffee where the taste varies wildly yeah. with the temperature. Yeah. Maybe as it cools off, it'll, nope. 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 And it's it, like, you, you go into it, how bad could it be? It's nope. coffee. It's, it's, it's beans and water. How, right, how bad? Right. Hot bean water. How bad could you mess this up? Uh-huh. <laughs> Wisconsin, you done fucked it up, son. Yeah. This is a, <laughs> real bad. It's paraphrase. This is paraphrasing uh, an old uh, Bill Murray joke, but like, basically what they did is they take hot water and they just whisper the word coffee over it. <laughs> coffee. And hand it to you. That's what it is. Yeah. You know what? I've got it. 
Wisconsin coffee is the LaCroix of the coffee world. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's it infused is. with uh, coffee. It's, it's hot water and, uh-huh. and a truck full of coffee beans. Not a sponsor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're exactly it's right. Exactly what it is. Yep. I like that. I like that. Well, yeah. So we're. Uh, that's awesome that you the, you had you saw things from the sponsor end. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, it was it was really really cool. I mean. Uh, I, I'm glad I was fortunate enough to do, be able to do it, and it wasn't a lot of money uh, sure. for them, but it was it was something to help them get along and get to the next step. Yeah, and it was very very rewarding, you know. Since I really couldn't race myself this last year, get behind the wheel of anything aside from a few rental carts, um, it really really it was nice to to, yeah. to be able to help someone else, you know, take the steps. The, in the right direction and, sure. and, you know, give them that little extra bit of help. It, it really, it, well, I have nothing else to say about it. it was, That's yeah. awesome, man. That's it was, awesome. It was yeah. really, really cool. Yeah. Really cool. Like just uh, like, there's so much more to racing than just being in the seat, driving the car at that time. It's like a rewarding experience, you know? And, and I think through, you know, racing at road America, with you guys, I learned that I don't want to be in the seat on the track. You know, right. I'm I'm happy to autocross. I'm happy to cart. I'm happy to time attack, stuff like that. But like, there's all these like ancillary, and I'm more than happy to den mother the shit out of you guys. <laughs> you know, like all of these roles uh, just in this orbit, like part of the culture that are so that's so rewarding to be part of. You yeah, know? yeah. Well, and I mean, even just things like corner workers. You yeah, know, like oh, yeah. like that whole. Volunteering uh, at, a, at an NCCA event and flagging. I yeah. mean, I know some people that have been doing it their entire lives, and they've never once wanted to get behind the wheel of a wet race car. Mm-hmm. But they love being out there in their white jumpsuits, uh, waving the flags or collecting debris. And the cool thing about that, I don't know if you guys know that, but like most professional level events, the people that work the corners and the flags, they're all volunteers. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Uh, a good friend of mine back from Illinois he his family he was big into flagging and volunteering at SCCA events, and that led him to one summer he spent traveling Europe, and he actually got paid to flag at the 24 Hours of Le Mans. No way. And the 24 Hours of the Nürburgring. That's awesome. <laughs> and he has some of the best pictures I've ever seen taken from the ring. Sure. He yeah. was right at the Flugplatz. Okay. So that's a little area on the, the Nürburgring, I don't know if you're familiar with it, where it goes, um, if you've ever done the game in a simulator, and oh, you yeah. go toward the front half of the track, you go down the hill and across that bridge, and it comes up and it levels off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it levels off there, cars, if they're going fast enough, get about a foot of air. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, so yeah. He had, okay. He had yeah. amazing yeah. pictures of like some BMW race cars that were like six, eight inches off the ground at full wow. speed. It was... Yeah, I can only imagine what it's like to watch uh, like a GT3 race car go through there. Like, oh, yeah. That's insane. Wow. Love it. That's fantastic. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah. So, so ju- just uh, and just do, he he has been able to uh, volunteer or get paid at every major racing event outside of NASCAR and F one, and that's just because he didn't NASCAR hires a lot of people, and he's not really interested in it. And F one is just it's too much of a hassle for him, so he doesn't yeah. want to deal with it. Gotcha. Huh. Okay. That's super. That's cool. really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I just love all these like little like the the 
more you think like, oh, I know all there is to know about car culture. Like, yeah. the more like tiny little subcultures you uncover. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, you unearth an entire like cottage subculture. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's super cool. Yeah, nice. All right. Well, um, do you want? Should we do some my eyes? We should. We should because. It, since Jake's here in the flesh, mm-hmm. I we we need to talk about some things because the the racer boy cart racer that we knew from the past is taking some turns in his life and he's picked up some different modes of transportation. <laughs> That's true. So we want to talk about that tonight. Yes. But in the meantime, let's talk about some eyes because I think you've been hiding something from me. I'm not hiding something from you. I think, I, just, you're, I think you're keeping something from me and from Jake as well. <laughs> well, we're going to get into it. I saw something and I did not know what it was. Okay. Oh. Um, and I was. Do you want to see if I know what it is? Yeah, I do. I do. I want to see. Do you want to see if Jake knows what I it is? I do want to see. And I'm furiously pulling back up the tab that I closed. Do you want to <laughs> know if my voice could get higher? <laughs> I do. Do you want to control the blanket for it? Oh, sure. Yeah, here you go. Oh, oh God. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. the is tw- there a three cam anti NTV? Uh, yep, right below what we have selected now. Okay. Yeah, there you go, buddy. Oh, God. Yep. Okay, there okay. it is. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Nice layout, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's in the Dave Don't Look folder. Okay, what's right. this gonna be? I'm gonna look. What's this gonna, gonna be? See. Okay, I'm gonna go with the 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 wide angle one first after okay. I make all the cameras shake. Okay, all right, okay, all right. Oh, okay. So it's a very clean Pontiac Grand Prix, first right. of all, from like the mid '90s. That's uh, yeah, late '90s. I'd late say. '90s or 2000s. Early 2000s. Yes, yeah. but. But there's a weird thing on it. There's a couple of weird things. This is on the it. pimple on the face that you see from a mile out that shows up right when it's time to, for school pictures. When I, yeah, when I first saw it, my first thought was like, man, that's really clean. Yeah. And then my second thought was like, wait a second. So what do you? What's your first thought when you see this thing? What What is what's that, that ba- wing? Yeah. What is the wing, and what is the little badge right beneath it? The, the uh-huh, trunk keyhole. Uh-huh, 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 okay. Uh-huh, we'll get uh-huh, a little closer. Uh-huh. We'll get a little closer. Okay. It says GTX. Right. Why? And I was like, wait, what's a GTX? Because I know what a GXP is. No, no, hold on, because there's an SLP. There it yeah. is. That's the key oh. right there. So this is like a super special uh, edition thing. So SLP was the company that made the Firehawk. Yep. Really? They, they, did, they did a lot of work on uh, Camaro SSs. You could get a yeah. whole SLP package for Camaro SSs. Okay. Yeah. And they're okay. the ones that did the uh, the Pony, the Firebird um, thing for the G8, like the tribute package for the G8 that you could get okay. in like 10 okay. years ago or whatever. Okay. So the Firehawk was, you could order it from the Pontiac dealer, and it was like a dealer code or whatever. Okay. This is, you shipped it to SLP. Really? After you bought it. Oh, okay. Um, And there was like a bunch of mods and stuff to it, and it kind of got like middling reviews, but... I gotta say, it looks pretty cool. Yeah, on the road today, I would I would get rid of those GTX badges, and then I think it would be perfect. Right? Yeah. I mean, although at this point, like, it's kind of, I mean, like, it's rare enough. I'd yeah. like to see a two door one. Right. It, yeah. I think it would look a little sharper as a two door, but the four door definitely adds some sleeper. Yeah. Yeah. To it, I've never hated that body style. Like. I mean, it's not a Bonneville. 
Right? Yeah. I mean, the interiors of these things were, you know, not, not, I mean, not yeah, great. No. Early 2000s GM, right? Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was really intriguing. And we um, were playing right around the speed limit. Uh-huh. In the mountains on the way back from uh, from uh, Keystone. Okay. And uh, that's where I saw this guy. And uh, and we may have uh, sped up to the speed limit quickly <laughs> together. <laughs> together. Uh-huh. Uh huh. A little bit faster than my car. Okay. You know, so not bad. Yeah. Uh, it was... It was it was pretty cool and it sounded cool. What's from what, what is the engine spec on those? Is yes. it the V eight? The that's, LS? No, no, that's going to be the three eight supercharged. Yes, okay. it's the three eight. And so basically, what it does. I wonder it did so well at altitude. And I don't have um, I don't have a I didn't get a good picture of the front. But basically, there, it's a Ram air package. So basically, oh, it just like yeah. makes the whole thing breathe better. So there's a yeah. big like stainless exhaust system that's unique to this car. Okay. Um and then there's a Ram Air hood okay. uh, that connect that goes straight into the supercharger. Nice. Okay. Um and then there's some other like there's some su- suspension upgrades and wheels and that sort of stuff. Yeah, I, nice. I did notice it is sitting a little lower in the stock yeah. for sure. Yes. And it has the period correct cell phone antenna on the yes. back. That's exactly. the OnStar antenna actually. Is it really? Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? I didn't yep. realize. I used to work at a Buick dealership uh, back around 2001, 2002. Okay. That's the antenna for the OnStar. Interesting. No okay. Huh. I wonder if the OnStar is still operational because that must be an, a real early OnStar. Yeah. Y- yeah. You hit the OnStar button and you hear like, bing, <laughs> 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 bing. You've got mail. <laughs> you have to like load in a floppy drive of AOL. <laughs> You've crashed your car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it says, um, it, it's about 20 horsepower up from okay. from the normal like GXP. Which wasn't bad, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, wow. I mean, so that would be really interesting at altitude for sure. Yeah, right. So yeah, it says six point seven seconds to sixty. Okay, for um, the time and the for money, the time, that's, that's not bad. Really good. Yeah. No. Yeah, and that's so that's around about what mine is, and then but he's you know he, he's got force induction, and I'm naturally aspirated. right. So that makes sense that he was yeah. a little he pulled on me a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. that's really cool, Ian. That's a good spot. That's, right. That's one that could fly under the radar of like. 99.99% yeah. of people out there. Well, and I saw it through traffic. Uh-huh. So, like, I saw it through the, I saw, like, the the taillight uh-huh. at first, and I was like, oh, well, I know exactly what that taillight is. Right. And I was like, wow, that's really clean, even just from that little bit. Right. And then I saw a glimpse of the wing, and I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> we must investigate. And then I saw the badge, and I was like, what? Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. I had no idea that thing existed. <laughs> That's really cool. I didn't know it existed wow. either. Yeah. yeah. SLP GTX. Wow. So That's really sweet. That. Yeah, That's cool. awesome. nice. Nice, Ian. Anyway, yeah, so if you own this thing and you're listening to this show, sorry, first of all. <laughs> second of all, that's uh, super rad. I was I was super excited to see it. Did you flash one headlight at them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's fine. Don't worry about it. My headlights are fine. They're back ordered. <laughs> Until April. Until April. Yeah. Ouch. Yep. Yep. It's, <sighs> it's, it's okay. It's okay. Okay. Anyway, but that brings me. To an FMK, FMK cars. cars. FMK Cars is the game that Ian, Dave, and Jake play on the Apex and Jason <laughs> podcast. It's based on the classic game of Fuck, Mary Kill, but instead of playing it c- with people, they play it with cars. Ian, give Jake and I some cars to FMK. Okay, I will. All right, this car, this uh, this one's called Tune That Car. 
and that radio. In this, <laughs> you're going to get a, a 90s, <laughs> 90s era uh, like uh, car that was done up by a tuner company. Oh, okay. And yeah. then a, a, a music From thing the 90s? to go with it. Yeah. Oh, I know you're excited. Oh, okay. Right? All right? Okay. All, All right. right. So the first one, and uh, we'll let... We'll let Jake answer first well, since he's you. the guest. I'm fine. You can go next. <laughs> Relax. <Whatever. laughs> All right. So the first one anymore. will be a 1992 <laughs> Pontiac Firehawk by SLP. Okay. Okay. All right. Third gen. Yeah. So this one has. Um, let me see if I can bring it up. Okay. It got it got uh, the V8 with uh, uh, 360 horsepower. Okay. Uh, it got it has a six speed uh, transmission out of the uh, out of the Corvette. Um, uh, Brembo brakes, uh, upgraded rear end, um, bigger wheels and tires. It's got Recaro seats. It's got a roll cage, in, a roll bar, and it's a roll like bar, half, yeah, half okay. cage sort of thing. Um, wow. And then you could even get it with a with a fuel cell. Yeah, and they Jeez. were not all non T top cars too for oh, rigidity. Sweet, yeah. So it was a it was a solid roof car. Yeah, nice. That's it's, what you want. It's pretty rad looking. I'm yeah, not I really like the color <sighs> inset on these wheels. Right. Yeah. You're you're gonna have a hard time not selling me on this car. Okay. So what's the what's the radio? <laughs> cast? You can get you can have any album you want from 1992. Anything okay. you want from 1992. Okay. All right. So give it. Get, give us some some hits of the era. Well, that would assume that I had actually. Jeez. Oh, okay. So Google that. Have to Google. Some, yeah. All right. Some stuff. So Jake's gonna Google music from 1992. Yeah. Okay. Automatic, automatic for the, for pe- the people. Okay. Slanted and shaven by Pavement. Check your oh, head. Fucking angel dust. Yeah. That oh, is wow. an awesome. Album. Sonic Youth. Oh, oh hey, the Chronic. Bone yeah, Chronic. Selected Ambient Works. Okay. All right. So we're, lots. We're okay. all good here. We're all good here. Yeah. Okay. We're all old people. Yep. All right. <laughs> by the way. Okay. okay. I, I, I've already got my uh, album pick for that one. Okay. Right. So, you, but you can you can you have the whole year. You can. Okay. You can. But he knows the change album. He's gonna listen to. Yep. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. All right. That so then the next one. Fantastic. 1991. Okay. Dinan. Dinan. What do you say? Dinan is what. Dinan. Dinan. Okay. Said it. The uh, the 850 Dinan. D i n a n one n. Yeah. Oh Google. The Dinan fix it, Jake. There we go. Oh yeah. Yeah. Go to the concept card. Did. Yeah. Okay. Go to that. Okay. It's, I uh, did not know Dinan. Pretty badass. It's twin turbo. Jeez. Mo money, mo problems. Th- yeah. Thank you, Concept Car Z, for taking us to the mobile site. So it's a it's a V twelve, okay, uh, twin turbo, uh, brought up to five hundred twenty five horsepower with the turbo system. Oh wow, they, they they sold one on Bring a Trailer. Yeah, suspension, uh, Bill, yeah, Bilstein suspension, uh, lowering springs. They put cat- uh, camber plates in it. Um, <sighs> yeah, it was very expensive. Holy cow. Yeah. What did it sell for? 38 grand. Holy Just shit. A little bit more than a year ago. That is not much money for not what that for is. For what it is, no. Th- that's a lot of money for a lot of problems. Well, I mean, maybe. <laughs> yeah. But if you're buying that, if you're buying that, but imagine, okay, but I should have given you 20 bucks before the show to argue <laughs> on my side of things. But think about that right. versus a Testarossa. Right. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's yeah. about it's about the same amount of performance, right? That you would get, same oh, era. Oh, did those only come with automatics though this oh, one yeah did. that's true yeah. because there was only like one year 
where you where can, the 850s had a, had a okay speed. so if that was a if that was a manual they, that they would were be all automatics though the 850s uh, the 840s the, you could get it with a six speed manual okay, okay. that one's okay. a four speed automatic okay all right, let's pretend you have the manual. Just look okay. at the pretty pictures, Jake. Don't ask questions about the transmission. <laughs> well, that's going to defi- that's but even help if that choices. Even yeah. if that doubled the price, that's yeah. still a bargain. Yeah, for, yeah. For what it is. You are correct. And it, I think there was only like 50 of them. Mm. Something like that. Nice. Oh, look, the front splitter's cracked. Yeah, okay. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> What's that whistle when All you right. go over 40 miles an hour? So because this is a German car, even though Dynan's a... American company. Shut up. It's fine. Don't okay. worry about it. Okay. Any album you want, as long as it's by Kraftwerk. Okay. 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 All, right. All right. So you can have any Kraftwerk album anytime you want it. You going to go see him at Red Rocks? I, w- I really want to. Okay. I really want to. All right. Um, next one. 1996 Hennessy Venom sure. 650R. So it's based yep. off the Viper. Yep. We're going to go a little laterally with this one. So obviously Hennessy is a... Uh, that's a that's a Texas company, famously a Texas company, and this is a, a very loud, big car. We're gonna bring it. We're gonna go the other way. We're gonna go a post rock band, Explosions in the Sky, also from Texas. Okay. Any album you want by Explosions in the Sky. Post rock is like ambient rock music, kind of like softer, um, yeah, like ambient, but played with rock instruments. Is that Beck? <laughs> <laughs> kind of looks like Beck. Yeah. It does. It's not. Explosions okay. in the Sky is very good. You'll have to trust me. If you okay. Know. All right. Yeah. We mostly do. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. All okay. Right. All right. But you get a Viper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Still hasn't changed my uh, really? idea. Really? Yeah. Set so, it and forget it with the Pontiac? I am marrying that that Firehawk. I really? okay. have always loved third gen cars. I've owned three third gen Camaros now and I've always wanted a Firebird that uh, Megadeth Countdown to Destruction in the background (laughs) 24-7 365 I'm growing a mullet out and that's gonna be perfect for me yes awesome Uh, ripping the sleeves off your jean jacket yep for for a day I'm gonna drive the BMW okay yeah and uh, I'm just gonna have Audubon on repeat okay and then I'm gonna go ahead and kill that Viper yeah okay nice before it kills you yeah. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> have you driven a Viper? No, I have not. Okay, okay. You? No. Okay, I'm the only one that has? Yes. Oh, I'm the weird one. Yeah. <laughs> I've, also, I've also never driven a Lotus. Okay. A Lotus. Yeah, I managed I've, to wedge this into a Lotus. I've ridden in an Elise during an autocross run. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun on cold R- tires. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, that's, that's a great answer, Jake. Yeah. What would you do? I'd marry the BMW. Yeah, that's what yeah, I thought. Yeah, you know what I thought. Yeah, although I thought maybe you would. I was trying to lure you with the any album from nineteen ninety two. I figured you were. I figured you were trying to sweeten that pot. But I would definitely, for a day, drive the Firehawk, and okay. then I'd have to kill the Viper too. Viper, <laughs> one of the scariest cars I've ever driven. Yeah, you get nothing, and I, unless I'm sure you're like on ten tenths or eleven tenths, mm-hmm. nothing. So the most vague, weird thing. Yeah, yeah, and the engine torque is so surreal. You know, yeah, just, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, it's Odd. A big truck engine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So weird. Anyway, huh. yeah. I don't know. Interesting. I don't know. Weird, but not in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Know. Well, let's continue weird. What in would a good you way. do? Oh, yeah. Um, I think I would. I think I would. I would do the same thing as you. I yeah. would do. I'd marry, marry the, the BMW. BMW. 
uh, as long as I had a manual. And then um, I'd I'd crush the Viper and and marry the and and drive the Firehawk for a day. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've never dri- driven a third gen car. Oh yes, I have so, a Camaro yeah. RS. Yep. But, I okay. Mean, yeah, yeah, but it was just a V six. Yeah. Oh really? Okay. So yeah. uh, my best friend from high school still has his ninety two RS that uh, he is working on uh, doing an LS fourth gen drivetrain swap. Oh wow! With so it's going from a three hundred five and an automatic to an LS one with a six speed. <laughs> Okay, and I'm. He's just gonna break all the things. Pretty much, actually, the the the, the chassis on him are pretty solid, especially non T top cars, and his is a solid roof. Nice, okay, nice. Um, I'm actually buying the shell off of him, so cool. I'm gonna have a 2001 Trans Am project is gonna be my next car. Nice. What are you so, gonna do for an engine? Six liter truck motor. Okay, cheap and easy. Yeah, drops right in. Not a whole lot of work needs to be done to put it in there. And then you should put a Prius drivetrain in and really <laughs> piss people off. Then the sky's the limit, though, is for what I can do. If yeah. I, you know, if I want to, you know, de-stroke it, put a four point eight crank, so I have a big bore short stroke motor, which will rev to eight thousand, nine thousand RPMs. I can do that. Mm-hmm. It's a cast iron block, so if I want to go turbo, I can do that dirt cheap and yeah. okay. very easily make eight hundred wheel horsepower in that car. Wow. What are you gonna make with it? You wanna do like drag car? Or are you gonna it's make gonna it? It's gonna be a... A sort of an all around. It's gonna be a street car mm-hmm. primarily, something I can run around with. So it's gonna have a full interior. Uh but I'm gonna use it for autocross track days, maybe some SCCA time trials. Nice. Maybe a little drifting. Yeah. So and take it to whatever Radwood you can get it to. Oh uh, one, it's so it's out. Oh, it's beyond Radwood. Yeah, oh one. Okay. Yeah. Granted, it's same body style as ninety eight, so I could probably get away with it. Sure. But yeah. Yeah. But just do fun stuff with it. Oh yeah, yeah. I know. It's just yeah. gonna be fun all around car. Yeah, Sweet. I like that. The, like the Swiss Army knife of car fun. Basically, yeah. 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 That's nice. rad. Nice man. Nice. Yeah. You have my eyes too. You've seen things. I see things out there on the road. Yeah. I want to see what you saw. So I want to get your guys's take on. Okay. One thing I saw this today. This is a hot piping. Dee, 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 dee. My eyes. Oh boy. Okay. I'm All gonna right. do some tab cleanup here. Here we go. Tabby cat. All right. Here we go. This is what I saw today. This I thought was the most creative way to dodge speeding tickets. Okay. Okay. This is a person who. Oh, uh, I think I, maybe I have a better picture of this, but it's I out of focus see. because it's focusing on the reflection of my <laughs> mirror vent. But this person in a Toyota Tacoma, right, uh-huh. has put some action figures on the back of their bumper. Right. Recreating the famous scene from the Toy, Toy Story, Story. Yeah. Where uh, Buzz <laughs> is... What a great picture. <laughs> like we're seeing Sasquatch. <laughs> where Buzz is saving Woody, uh-huh. right? It even had, like, the, the grappling hook. Right. Yeah. I've wow. seen people... I've seen that on cars before. Yeah. So yeah. they have it just barely blocking the license plate I, number. I mean, like, kind of blocking the expiration a little bit, you uh-huh. know? Like, I mean, it's... No, it's not obvious enough, but it may keep you from getting one weird ticket or one right, like keep you from getting pulled over the one time you let your tags lapse. Uh huh. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. You were that guy in Louisiana who just got pulled over with his stickers that expired in 1997. What? what? Oh, you didn't see that? No. no. Yeah. So the guy in Louisiana. Gets pulled over. His tags expired in like September of '97. Wow! <laughs> he tells the cop, "Oh, I've been just been busy and forgot about it." That's amazing. <laughs> 
Holy shit. <laughs> Don't get any ideas, Ian. I graduated high school after those tags expired. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Me the year before. That's but still, still, that's insane. That's, yeah. Right? We're right? all old people. Also, do, do we need to give vision checks for all the cops in Louisiana? Right. Yeah. Well, I'm I mean, concerned about their beta carotene levels. I believe there are active Formula One drivers who were born after those oh, expired as well. There most certainly are. Yeah, yeah, there has to be, right? <laughs> yes, yeah. there are for sure. Okay, so like, where do we stand on like action figures glued to the back of your car? Eh, fine. If it's a if it's a daily driver, or a pickup, or something like that, sure, why not? If it's You're... a show car, that's a little different. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll see if I can upload a higher res version. I mean, it's fine. It's better than whatever happened with your intern taking this picture. <laughs> <laughs> you just love shitting on that, on mistake my eyes pictures, don't you? I don't know why. <laughs> this is fun. You get very much satisfaction out of it. I how do. about this one? How about that one? Oh, Boom. Look at how, look look at at how in focus that is. Yeah. That's why you take more than one. I think this is a missed opportunity to obscure more of his license plate. Yeah. 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 Maybe have like the little uh, green alien guys that are like the uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, those were always my favorite. Although then guys. you'd get probably a ticket for obscuring your license plate. Probably, yeah. probably. Yeah. Yep, yep. So there you go. So glue and action figures. I mean, that just basically means you can never take it through an automated car wash, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. So you do lose that convenience. Well, I'm guessing uh, from the looks of the truck there, even though he's got some fairly meaty off-road tires, uh-huh. about as off-road as that thing gets is the mall parking lot. I, I think you might be right. Yeah. 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 You're probably correct. <laughs> yeah, you, you're tracing your uh, steps back on a four-wheeling trail, and you're like, have you seen a Woody action figure back here? <laughs> Dude, what are you doing? Like, get off the trail. Okay, I have one other my eyes, and then that's it for me, because Jake's seen some things that we need to talk about. Oh, yeah. We do. Yeah, okay, so this is a vanity plate, all right? Okay. And it's going to illustrate why punctuation matters. Oh, God. Oh, boy. Okay. All right. <laughs> it's it's a Chevy Trax in that weird copper orange that I kind of like. Yeah. And the license plate says God uh, God kids. <laughs> I want them. God kids. <sighs> this is already a failed ad attempt because I can just see I mean what do you do for the mustache in that case? Like the old got milk right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Dripping blood off your face. That's, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. unfortunate. Yeah, that's no good. <laughs> yeah. No good. Yeah, so it says, got kids. Yeah. Uh, or it says, got kids! <laughs> or it's, I got kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just my excuse that's, is, That's why kids. I'm driving a Chevy Trax. Yeah. yeah. That's why I have to drive Lyft to yeah. pay for their child care. Yeah. So just, is it defeated? Is it triumphant? Is it creepy? Yeah. Yeah. What what am I dealing with here? What do I need to know about you as we're uh, as we're driving down the street? Yeah, I actually like this is one of those ones that like tells you more about yourself. Yeah, than yeah. it does yep. the person who bought yep. it. Yep. Right, because the the way you see it mm-hmm. right at the beginning. Yeah, is uh, yeah, is is you know what you because uh, to me this is. Shack. Huh. Yeah, like yeah. like a Rorschach. Yeah. yeah. Why do they have pictures of my mom on all these license plates? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It's getting a little hot in the blanket fort. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> We're not gonna beat that. 
So got kids, everybody. <laughs> Vanity plates. Uh, and know. or Dave's mom. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> have you heard about my initiative to scoop people up at the DMV? No. Yeah, so I want to start a, a group of people that stand outside DMVs and they wait for people to come in that are going to get vanity license plates. And then they redirect them if their license plate is, you know, like this. Oh, yeah. You know, if it's not good enough to pass the bar, which very few are, right? Uh, they they convince them to donate that money to a charity of their choosing. Yeah. DM DMV interventions. Yeah, just like yep. I'd like to get a vanity plate and just like people <laughs> repel down from the ceiling. I, I swoop down. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. You just crash down because you've tried to repel with taffy. <laughs> yeah, load bearing, load bearing oh, banana yeah. taffy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's what I want to do. I would have snapped this motherfucker up. I don't know what charity they would have gone for, but uh, there's some adjacent window stickers. So yeah, what? Uh, oh, that's, that's a Harry, Harry Potter. Potter sticker. Okay, all right. Does that make it worse or better? Harry that's Potter a, and Star Wars. I'm not yeah. sure. the Colorado flag. Oh yeah, yeah you're right. I'm yeah. not sure. I'm not sure. To me, so this is my Rorschach test: is that I I view that as in the tone of like the desperate attempt that people will make like on airplanes to make conversation when they don't, when we yeah. could, when silence would be fine <laughs> and preferable. Yeah. Right. But right? some people can't sit with it. Like, so they just go for like one of the like br- biggest net shared experiences. Yep. You know, got, got kids. <laughs> sure. Yes. No, you yeah. just say, I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I've got to remember that one. <laughs> oh my God, Dave. That's terrible. I don't know what it is, man. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, I need a little time in the blank fort tonight. Apparently. Yeah, Jake's here. Got some things to work out. Showing off for the new kid. <laughs> Okay, all right. So Jake was showing me some photos on his camera, and besides the shirtless ones, I managed to pick these out. Good. So I don't know why you just didn't show me this picture as soon as you walked through the door, just on the phone. Because I had forgotten about it, to be honest with you. It was from the summer. I was home working in Chicago, and uh, I was... I stopped my car to get this picture. I, yeah. Not that one. Yeah. Not yeah. that let one. Me, not let, that one. Oh, God. Let me kick oh, around. What, done? what, what I done? did, I, I don't know. Abort. Abort. <laughs> Abort. Escape. That's a motorcycle. We're going to talk about you later. Yeah. How do I zoom out of this stuff? There we there go. There we go. Now I need to scroll, 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 scroll. There, there it is. is. I had to stop to get a picture of that. Oh, you have to, right? It's mandatory. It, but... I, so I know, like a do not enter sign. It's just like, it's a thing of beauty when you see it. <laughs> it's the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. Oh! I, I didn't even realize how dirty that could be, the Wienermobile next to the do not enter sign. Oh, thanks. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, welcome. Yep, yep. Sorry, mine's permanently in the gutter. <laughs> but I would say that that might be the only city that I did, didn't want to see it in, in Chicago. Right? I'd be like, they're fine as far as hot dogs right, go, yeah. Oscar Mayer. We don't need <laughs> yeah. you here. <laughs> How about you go to Missouri yeah. <laughs> and brighten people's day down there? Go to one of them communist countries where they put ketchup on their hot dogs. We don't exactly, need it here. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's awesome that you saw the Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile. I applied to be a driver. Really? Yep. They had an application to be a driver. I sent one in. They were they like, we're fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They shut the whole website down. 
<laughs> yeah, no, never got a response. Mm, yep. That's a shame. Yeah, what if that was sitting in my spam filter all this time? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Right? Siri, check spam for wieners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God, let me hide my phone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, Jake, mm-hmm. since we were at Road America, you yes. have ventured into some areas of transportation that Ian and I are not very familiar with. Yeah, so uh kind of preface this, I turned 40 this year, so I uh-huh. went full-on midlife crisis. Nice. Nice. Okay. Uh, I'm about it. So we'll start out with... Uh, one of my surprise last minute purchases. I wasn't actually looking for this. Okay. But I got a lot of friends who have boats and jet skis and stuff like that. And they they spend time out on the water all the time. And I really wanted to join them. Okay. So I picked that up. And that is a 96 Mariah Shabbat. It's a 19 foot ski boat. Okay. I was in the market for a jet ski. Uh, my best friend from high school again, same guy with the Camaro. Uh, I was talking with him about looking for a jet ski. And he's like, you know, my dad's got this boat and it's been sitting for about nine years and hasn't moved. It's just sitting on the trailer and he doesn't do anything with it. Let me make a phone call and let me see what he wants for it for you. So I ended up picking up a boat for the price of a used jet ski. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that's, that's it. You're getting a little bit more for your money right there. Uh, a, a lot more. Um, but also, one. it also costs like a lot more to run, right? Fuel, yes. Um, it'll cost a lot more fuel. Um, you have to I, plate a trailer, but you would have had to do that anyway, right? Yeah, it, okay. and it would have been about the same price. The trailers are classed up to 3,000 pounds, which it's all the same for jet ski all the way up, I believe. Um, that stinks in Illinois because the the plate registration renewal on those uh, between last year and this year went from $18 a year to $118 a year. Whoa. Okay. Huh. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they hit it with that like new adjusted minimum. They, yeah. yeah. They, well, they just, they, they cranked everything oh, up in okay. Illinois, but yeah, but the boat's pretty good. It's got low hours. Um, it was never beat on. Uh, it was pretty dirty when I got it home cause it had been sitting. So there was a lot of mold and the, the white uh, vinyl on there was pretty much black okay. in spots. So gotcha. I probably it looks spent. Good. I probably spent about a week cleaning it and putting it all together. Okay. But it's got a four point three liter based off the GM four three. It's a Mer Cruiser. Uh, it's a high output one, so it sits at about two hundred and sixty horsepower. Which is good enough for if it's just me and a passenger and we're empty, that boat will do probably 55, 60 miles an hour on the water, which is yeah. pretty damn fast, that for, is fast. Uh, on the water. That's, that's giggle speed for yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. 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 I, so, oh, uh, I was going to ask you, mm-hmm. uh, is the name, has anybody already named theirs Carrie? That's it's a good the Shabba Mariah Carey. <laughs> That's what I would name it, and then I'd have like I'd have like a glitter movie poster wrap on it. God. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That would be an excellent prank, actually. To just like you know, wrap I it haven't in officially glitter. named it. And now you've got me thinking. I was gonna go dark and call it the slice of life, like the uh, boat from Dexter. Uh-huh. Oh, I didn't watch Dexter. Oh, you didn't. But I kind of like Carey. Carey. <laughs> yeah. I. I I think you Did just, I just name you a just, boat? You just christened my boat. <laughs> I love it. You have to now, you have to fly to Illinois and hit it with a champagne bottle. <laughs> nice. Nice. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> I don't know why I never thought of that. So I, 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 have, a, I have a question about sure. 
practicality, which I know is uh, a surprising. Your, your thing. strong suit. It is my strong yeah. suit. Okay. Uh-huh. But legitimate question. Okay. Which is less uh, of an economical hobby, a boat or oh, let's say go. a car set a, a like a car that you drive on the street that you take to like autocross. <sighs> The boat's going to be more, uh, if it's a, you're talking about like a daily you autocross, the boat's going to be more because you need something to tow it with. Right. Now, okay, if you're okay. looking at a cheaper car to autocross, mm-hmm. you're probably looking about the same if you're just, le- if you're not looking for anything fancy for the boat. Okay. Um, you know, fuel cost is going to be more for the boat because it takes more fuel and it uses more fuel. They're right. not efficient vehicles no. yeah. at all. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, if you're looking, if you go to buy, let's say, if I went out and bought a car for about the same price as I paid for the boat, and set it up to go autocrossing and got a trailer and tracked it, you're probably looking about equal. Okay, okay, that gives but, me some sense of scale. Because right, I, yeah. right. I, I ask because I've always had like uncles that had boats or like right. friends that had boats mm-hmm. or something like that, and I was basically just familiar enough with them to know that they were constantly stressed about how much it cost. <laughs> yeah. And like, and, and I know like racing is an expensive hobby, but I kind of can wrap my head around yeah. how much so, that actually is. So yeah. what go to go along with that too, uh, a lot of the cost of owning a boat is maintaining it. Yeah. Now I have done enough Google and YouTube research on this boat and that engine and the outdrive on it. I'm going to maintain it myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did pay to have the oil changed and to have it winterized this year just because I was gone traveling. Sure, sure. And uh, on top of that, I also had to replace the propeller. Um, I kind of, second time out on the boat, hit a submerged tree. <laughs> <laughs> there was no water skiing or tubing that day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but to give you an there idea. There was no water skiing or tubing that day, children. To give you an idea of the cost, though, and I'll be open and honest about it, the, the prop replacement plus the oil change and winterization was $800. Okay. Oh, that's... That doesn't seem that bad. For That's a set of tires. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, there then you go. got to remember, you know, the tires that were on that trailer were brand new. I didn't have to buy new tires for the trailer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. You have um, higher quantity. It did cost a lot more to register and title the boat and trailer compared to a car. I will say that much. Okay. Okay. It okay. was a lot more money than I expected to okay. spend on. Well, if you have uh, a race car, you'd be in the same, the same boat with yeah. the trailer anyway, right? <laughs> yeah, so exactly. there's that. But the boat itself, the registration in Illinois for the boat was hideously expensive because I'm used to buying 15, 20-year-old cars where right, in right. Illinois, <laughs> it's a flat tax of $25. That's not the case with the boat. No, gotcha. Not gotcha. at all. Huh. It was a lot more expensive. So <laughs> there were some surprise upfront costs, but now that I've got it paid for and everything, and uh, once I have my shop... I'll be able to do all the work on it myself, maintain it myself, winterize it and everything. I've got a place to store it. Nice. So I'm not going to, uh, the, the, the costs are going to go down. They're, they're still kind of significant, but I would say it's still cheaper than like going SCCA majors racing. Right. Okay. 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 Considerably cheaper than that, actually. Okay. The, the and in, interior looks amazing. I'm, I'm sorry I interrupted. No, you. no, no, no. I was just going to say, you probably get more hours of enjoyment out of that per and dollar. Then, yeah. And that's, that's part of the reason I went with the uh, the point. vehicle choices I did this year because of my travel. 
Uh, I mean, I still have my cart. It's all ready to go racing for the most part. There's a little bit of maintenance that needs to be done. But with me being gone, I'm gone a month at a time. Mm -hmm. I come home on a Friday afternoon, and I'm leaving to go to the next town or go back to where I was working before Monday morning. Right. So I literally have two and a half days to to try and prep my cart, get everything ready, get it loaded up, get to the track, go racing, get home. I still haven't done laundry yet. I haven't yeah. barely spent any time with my dogs. I haven't gotten anything done where I, with this and the next vehicle we're going to be talking about. I can hook my truck up to the trailer, yeah. go down to the street, and uh, hopefully knock on wood here in a few months, I might be able to just walk out my back door and push a button and have my boat in the water. Right, right. That's that makes awesome. sense. That's yeah, awesome. I, I get that. I get that calculation yeah. totally. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. It also gives you an <clears throat> opportunity to delve into the mystical world of marine audio. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. I actually. <laughs> yeah. It's funny you should mention that because the boat came with an AM/FM cassette player because yes. it's from '96. Okay. All right. Um, and it was completely untouched. Brand. Everything was factory on it. Um, so. I had, uh, like I was talking before, I've owned three third-gen F-bodies, and I had a Camaro that I was going to start building. Unfortunately, it turned out to be a rust bucket. Mm. Uh, There was a lot of hidden rust that the previous owner legit, like, sanded smooth and spray-painted so you wouldn't see it. Oh, my God. I'm not even joking. He he got me good on that one. But um, because of that and the parts car I had bought for that car, I had two stereos. Okay. So I grabbed one of the CD players that actually had a USB port. Yeah, it, yeah. And put it in there. Got it all wired up. Plug my iPhone into it. It's such an old CD player, it doesn't recognize iPhones. Right, right. Yeah. So I bought a $100 boombox that does Bluetooth that I carry around in the boat now. And uh, through work, we actually get uh, a rewards here and there for stuff. And I got, oh, a, yeah. but got a pretty decent award for saving the company some money over the last few months. And uh, you get points. Yeah. You go to a website and use those points to buy something. Yeah, I, I have the found, same thing, yeah. yeah. I found a full <clears throat> Marine uh, Bluetooth uh, head unit and replacement speakers. Nice. So I got that for free shipped nice. to the house. It's sitting waiting to go in the boat in the spring. So. Nice. It was always the area of like the Crutchfield magazine or yeah. the, the catalog that I would kind of leaf through like, Marine Audio, you, you'd be crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's expensive. Yeah. It, it's a whole it's, other, it is a yeah. whole other world. Because you got to realize this stuff's got to be UV proof. It's yep. got to be saltwater proof. It's yeah. got to be freshwater proof. It's, it's yeah. a lot more expensive for quality speakers. So, so, um, for uh, our buddy PETA, right, that sold me the Vigan, uh, he, he, he's from Maine, right, obviously heavy boating culture, right? Mm-hmm. His father has a boat. Um, we built, uh, one, of, you know, like the iPod that I rebuilt with the flash storage and yeah, everything? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I built uh, PETA's dad an iPod for his dad's birthday, right? Nice. And uh, he, he sent me an email and told me about, like, how I solved his marine audio setup oh, no kidding. because of that iPod. So he, he had an older head unit that you would fit an entire iPod, like the, you know, fifth, sixth, seventh gen iPods in right. and then close up, of course. Mm-hmm. But the iPod that he had was, you know, the hard drive and it was overheating. Mm-hmm. But you're so into the setup mm-hmm. that you have and it's so expensive, like— it, he would just like let it cool down and then put the iPod back in, you know, every now and then. And you then, just dunk it in the water yeah. to cool it down. <laughs> yeah, there exactly, you go. <laughs> exactly. Right. And so, yeah. So, like, you get so ingrained into like setups like that oh. that are specialized, and, you know? Well, on top of that, too, and it's it's something that right for right now, I don't have to worry about it. I've got my 
100 watt boom box that right. I bought off of Amazon that works amazing and is plenty loud for the boat. Right. I'll carry that with me, but if you want to sit, you know, anchored somewhere or swim, you want to have the radio on, that's a big drain and yep. you don't want to be left dead in the middle of a lake or a river. Right. It's happened to my buddy before and he had to have somebody tow him all the way back <sighs> to his trailer. And it was a whole nightmare with jumper cables and pulling the battery out of his truck. And Whoa. oh yeah, oh my god, just to well, get and, it on the trailer. So and then there's the whole like, so I, I used to wakeboard a mm-hmm. little bit, and there's the whole like, I never knew this about you. Yeah. So, Wakeboarding, Ian I was is a, not is a good person. at it. I was not good <laughs> just at it. Floppy hair and neon on a wakeboard. Yeah, I was not good at oh, it. Oh man, I but need anyway, to see you in a wetsuit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but anyway, so they, they have the, they also, bleach. I need to I need to bleach that for yeah. my memory. They also have the the like the big speakers. The tower, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that backwards, so you can listen while you're wakeboarding. Yeah. And I thought about putting a wakeboard tower on the boat, but the the looks of it and the lines of it, I, I just think it would take away from the design of the boat. Well, and this isn't the right boat for wakeboarding either, right? Because um, like, you need to have the bags and stuff. Honestly, I could make it work. Um, I could put some ballast in the back, and it's uh-huh. already got a pretty decent wake as it is. Okay. Um, it's just I don't want to mess with the boat. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah you got to get the boat deeper in the water. Well, and, and I could put trim tabs on it and everything okay. else. So I could, I could make it a wakeboard boat. It's got the power for it, but... I, I just like the way it looks, and yeah. I'm not going to be serious about it yeah. anyway. Sure, so. sure. So when, when I first lear- started learning how to wakeboard, my friend had bought a boat, and it was kind of this style, mm-hmm. like ski boat, and we didn't know what the hell we were doing. And so we would go out, and to get a good wake off of this style of boat, you have to be going like 20, <laughs> 25 miles an hour, which is about 10 miles an hour higher than you want to be going when you're wakeboarding. Like you okay. want to be going okay. about like... 15, 15 18, okay. yeah. Yeah, 15 okay. to 18 miles an hour. Gotcha. So we were going like 25 miles an hour plus <laughs> to get like a decent size wake. And when you fall oh. at 25 miles an hour, Concrete. like if you catch oh. a front, a toe edge oh. at 25 miles an hour, and you do like one of these, <laughs> like the board stops and you don't. Oh my God. I hit so, I used to hit so hard my contacts would fall out. <laughs> So I, I for the first so time much. since high school, <laughs> I was out on my buddy's boat this summer and I attempted to water ski for uh-huh. the, since the last time I water skied was my sophomore year in high school. Okay. Okay. And I was, about that I was halfway me. decent at the time. I'm not anymore. And to <laughs> right. ski, you do need to be going 22 yeah. to 25 miles an hour. So uh, to make matters worse, we were on a small lake. It was a 4th of July weekend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> choppy and as hell. It was the worst water. I mean, it was so choppy. I actually finally, on my fifth try, I think it was, I got up. Okay. But then the boat hit somebody else's wake, and it caused slack in the rope, and it just yanked me face first into the water. <laughs> oh, that hurts so much. Oh, it was, yeah, it was not fun. I was I swallowed about a gallon and a half of lake water, and I was done at that point. My <laughs> hips hurt for about a month because <laughs> I'm old now. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> so when I saw that Pontiac, oh. I uh, on the way back down from the mountain, I was snowboarding, and I did the thing that you don't want to do, which is uh, crash underneath the lift line oh, or underneath yeah. the, the chairlift. Oh, uh-huh. And I actually like, I was, I accidentally ended up in a mogul run on a snowboard, which is not oh, the best. No. Yeah, that's fun. And so I was chaining them together, and I was doing really good. And then I like screwed up my line on one, and kind of like just caught one. 
just caught the edge of one enough to have it throw me up in the air. Uh-huh. And then I bounced off of two moguls. <laughs> oh. It still hurts. Still feels like I'd been in a car crash. <laughs> and did people on the lift make fun of you? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, they did. And nice. I just wanted to be like, do you know how old I am? <laughs> this is going to hurt for weeks. I like that. I like that. Yeah. So besides being the first person to talk about boats on the podcast, we also want to talk about motorcycles. That's yes, still a boat. Yes, there we there go. We yeah. go. Yeah. There's Jake's motorcycle. So that is a 2019 Harley Davidson Street Bob. Okay. So it's the sort of the, for 2019, 2018, it was the entry level for bigger bikes. Uh, you so really are doing Midwesterner uh, midlife, midlife crisis. crisis. Oh, yeah. yeah like, just go hard. Yeah. Well, yeah. again, <laughs> uh, I have a bunch of friends who ride motorcycles, street uh-huh. bikes, cruisers, the whole nine yards. I had originally went to go look at a different type of bike. It was a smaller entry-level Harley uh, called the Street Rod. Mm-hmm. So it's a little 750cc V-twin. Oh, just more 750 of a street. <laughs> <laughs> when when I tell it. you how big that one is, you'll you'll understand. So it was a 750cc V-twin. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, I took it for a test drive and I just wasn't comfortable on it. So I started looking at sports. Like, like how? Like, so I did, didn't like not the, enough bike or it was, it, it was plenty powerful. It was, I liked it. It actually, for a V twin, it wrapped up high RPMs and it would go up to a, it would redline at 9,000 RPM. So okay. a V twin, that's pretty, yeah, pretty yeah. high. Um, I liked the way it sounded. I liked the way it rode, but like the foot position. So it okay. wasn't. Okay. Mid controls like that is, and it wasn't rear controls fully like a street bike. It was somewhere in this middle ground. Okay. So my, I just, my legs could not get comfortable. Sure, sure. So I looked at a Sportster, which is the entry-level cruiser from Harley. So it was a, the one I was looking at was the bigger of the two engines they offer in the Sportster. It's a 1200cc. Okay. And I used to own one uh, way back in the day. I had one when I was in the Army, and I, I liked it. But I also I know how they ride. I know what they're what I'm capable of on a bike. And I started thinking and, and talking to my buddy that came with me to look at him. He's like, you know, you should really look at one of the bigger bikes. Okay. Because you're gonna get really bored with this really fast because okay. it just doesn't have the power. It, it it's comfortable to ride, yeah. But you're knowing me and how I am, you're gonna want something with a little more power. Gotcha. So. He lead me toward these street bobs, and I, the first couple I looked at were completely bone stock. And I liked them, and I talked with the dealer, and he's like, well, you're a veteran, and you're a previous Harley owner, so we're going to give you some discounts. Mm-hmm. So walking around the dealership, I found this one that has what Harley calls its stage one kit already complete on it. So it's got uh, free-flowing intake, uh, loud exhaust, and a uh, computer tune, because these are fuel-injected. Oh, okay, okay. And it's 107 cubic inches, which roughly <laughs> equates to 1,750 cc. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I actually It's did, a Ford Fiesta. I, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, I did the math. It's one quarter of a 427 cubic inch big block Chevy. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ! I got the dyno sheet because they did do a tune on it. It sits at about uh, 102 horsepower and 106 pound feet of torque. Yeah, so it's a Ford Fiesta. Yeah, with yeah. like one. It of weighs, the weight. I think, yeah. 
475, 575 pounds with me on it. Okay. Something wow. like that. Okay. Um, the way you see it in that picture there, it is not how I brought it home. I, I don't think I shared a picture of you with it stock. Yeah. Um, it came with a really tiny solo seat and it did not have the cowl on it. Uh, of course, the front turn signals were amber as well. So first couple of long rides I took on the bike, it was excruciatingly painful. It, that's Be- a hard tail? Soft tail. It's a soft, soft tail. tail. Okay. So it's got the it's got a shot. It's got a coil over basically okay, mounted yeah. under the seat okay. where you can't see it. It looks like a hard tail, but it's actually yeah. It is sprung and supported. Cool. Um, but the seat that came from the factory on it was it was a solo seat, so it was literally looked like a, almost like a tractor seat. Gotcha. And it had about that much foam on it. Oh man. So it was very very rough. Uh, the first hundred plus mile ride I took on it, I about. 55, 60 miles in, any chance I had to stop, stand up, stretch, work the, the knots out of my back, anything. It was just, it was extremely painful. So mm. I spent a little bit of money. The company I went through was Whiplash Speed Co. They make custom seats, and I actually custom designed that seat myself. Nice. I like the, so the stitching on it. That's really it's cool. It's got a lot of memory foam in it. And there we it's go. Very, very comfortable. Much nice. better. Um the first longer ride I took on it as well, uh, it ended up almost snowing that day, oh, and wow. I was not prepared for it, so it was very cold. But the big thing I noticed was I spent a lot of time on the interstate that day, and I was doing 75, 80 miles an hour. And the way you sit on the bike, you, it's got many ape hangers, so my hands are up here, and I'm wearing full leathers, so I acted like a parachute, and I was literally having to death grip the bars, because if I passed a semi going in the other direction, it wanted to pull me off the seat. Gotcha. So I didn't want a big full windshield. I didn't like the way they looked on they look on those bikes. So I found that small cowl, and it's just enough to break the wind where okay. I can go highway speeds and still be comfortable, and I don't feel like I'm going to get blown off the bike. Gotcha. And the last thing I added to it, I needed tunes. So I added a pair of uh, MTX speakers with 100 watts of audio and a Bluetooth player. So I can hook my uh, phone up to a Bluetooth and I got a little mount on the handlebars to my left that will hold my phone at highway speeds. It won't even move. So I'll put GPS on there if I'm going for a long ride sure. or somewhere different. And then I've got a Bluetooth right to my right to my speakers. And you can't see it on that side. On the other side of the bike from the factory, there's a little USB port Okay. for Charging your phone. Yeah, yeah. So I run a little cable up to my handlebars chart. My phone's charging the whole time. I don't have to worry about it going dead. Nice. So I got audio. I've got vi- I've got GPS. I've got everything I need. So with that Bluetooth receiver, mm-hmm. does it have the same restriction that it does on all the other Harley Davidsons where it will only play the Eagles or... <laughs> It's not fixed in that one. No, that one will. It's aftermarket, so it will play. It will play play Eagles and Creedence. Thank you. Oh, and ZZ Top. (laughs) Okay. Well, good. That's awesome. That's really so, cool, man. Yeah. So you, so you, you went away from bike culture for a while. Yeah. Right. You had a Harley before. Mm-hmm. Got back in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I got out of it. Um, my dad was really big into Harleys for a long time, and he had had a couple of pretty nasty wrecks on them. And to make matters worse, the last time I rode his bike. I was stupid. I wasn't wearing a helmet, and I was on some back roads because they were usually quiet farm neighborhood area of Illinois. Usually you get on the back roads, there's not a whole lot going on. Well, this is early 2000s, 
and texting was really becoming a thing. Okay. So I'm without a helmet on my dad's full dresser, big bagger bike, and I'm doing 70 miles an hour, and here comes some 16-year-old girl literally like this the whole time, and she's six inches off my back tire. Oh, my God. So I crack the throttle open. Next thing I know, I look down. I'm doing 110, and I got about a mile ahead of her. I lift it off. Slowed back down, expecting there's no way. Well, sure enough, I mean, she must have just sped up as soon as I did. Because she got right back. This happened three times before I finally got to the point where I could pull off on the shoulder and flag her by. But that that right there was enough to kind of keep okay. me away from motorcycles. That plus my dad's couple of wrecks. Sure, uh, I, sure. It kind of scared me away for a while. Yeah. but That story could have gone so much worse. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. Right? Oh, well, yeah. And for the young people out there who don't remember or don't know— Texting back then before smartphones was you're hitting one number several yeah. times. If you wanted an S, you had to hit the number seven four times. Yes. yes. There was no text to or uh, speech to text. No. no. Yeah. 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 Siri yeah, so. was was just an annoying ant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, so it got me out of it. But um started talking with some of my friends who've been riding for a while now and they're like they let me know that the atmosphere has changed. It has gotten better. Okay. Yes, there's still idiots out there. Sure, sure. But, I mean, just about every state in the country now does a lot of campaigning when it is warmer out to watch for motorcycles. Yeah, we and, do out here. And I'm not one of those guys that's doing 95 miles an hour weaving in and out of traffic. Sure. There's no lane splitting in Illinois, and even if there was, I probably wouldn't do it anyway. Yeah. So— yeah. <laughs> Unless you're just like walking through a traffic jam. I, have, right? <laughs> I, I did have one close call this last year where a lady just wasn't paying attention. We were at a four-way stop. Yeah. I stopped and started going, and she started going, not paying any attention. Quick pull into the clutch and rev the, rev the engine, and then my buddy on the R6 behind me revved his engine, and we both kind of gave her a dirty look, and I think she was a little bit more scared of me than I was of her, but— it got the point across, and it yeah. it kept me from getting hit. So, I, I, I like from you know from cycling culture, right? Like, oh, you get it, yeah. You, you, the, and you don't have the added added noisemaker feature that true. I. That's just me. Yeah! <laughs> yeah, yeah, just me hopped up on electrolytes. Just my existential rage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, but like, there's roads. That it's like I, I could ride there, but I'm not going to. It's just not a good fit. Yeah. Right. Like having that kind of mindset about yeah. it, you know. Yeah, and I don't yeah. even really stick to like interstates very often. A lot of times, it, it's more fun to be on the two lane blacktops. Yeah, and, yeah. and get out. Um, there's a really nice state park about an hour drive from me and it's about an hour and a half you, if you stay off the interstate yeah. and it's just, it's a gorgeous ride and it goes right along the Illinois river. Um, yeah. so, I mean, that's, that's the route I'll usually take. I'll try and take the less populated roads sure. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That, like I've seen, I've ru- come across so many large groups of motorcycle riders mm-hmm. when I've been out, like, you know, climbing back through Deer Creek Canyon and stuff and mm-hmm. like. You know, it's always like, you know, I've never had a problem with motorcycles like back that way. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. Like, I think it's like, you know, well, I'm, we're also vulnerable. <laughs> you, and you and that really does what it, yeah. is what it comes down to. Yeah. We all watch out for each other, especially on bikes. You yeah. Know, we're, we're always one to watch out for each other. Now, so there was a weird thing that happened to me. Uh, it, we're not going to get into it, but no, I, uh, there was a weird thing. Penicillin will take care of that. <laughs> there was a weird thing that happened to me when a buddy of mine drove me around in a Lamborghini Aventador for okay. a day. For some reason, more than any other group of people, like Harley riders were stoked to see us and gave us thumbs up. Interesting. And I don't know if it's just like 
were also kind of absurd and like it could yeah. be more it could more or less be you're also able to see the riders better than people in cars okay yeah um i know like the first time i saw mark 5 supra i yeah. was on my harley and the guy definitely saw me waving oh, okay. at him and giving him the thumbs up gotcha so, okay huh yeah i don't know yeah that's a good a theory thing. yeah 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 i like that well we're super thankful that you're here, Jake. Well, thank you. We're, I'm surprised we didn't, like, in the show, but I know you have a, an FMK cars for us. I've got that and yeah. one other motorcycle to oh, talk about. Oh, that's right. We have another motorcycle to talk about because not only gas-powered motorcycles, mm. electronical-powered motorcycles. Oh, God, how do I do Electrons. This? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. <clears throat> because I bought a Harley, I got uh, on Harley's mailing list, and that right there is the 2020 Harley Davidson Live Wire. It is an all electric motorcycle. What a uh, kilowatt battery? Uh, uh, yes. Okay, it's I got those. Know. Okay, I, I am not really sure about all the specs. It's a sweet looking bike. It's a very cool looking bike. It's actually pretty comfortable. the The seating position and the foot position on it was was much better than like the street rod that I was talking about okay. before. Um, very very cool. Like the, they've got a really nice user interface on it. The Bluetooth to your phone. Okay, so it, you can control your music. That go if you have Bluetooth speakers in your in your uh, helmet, yeah, it'll Bluetooth from the bike to your helmet, and you can control the songs through the interface oh, on the cool. bike, yeah, and it'll give you your turn by turn GPS on the interface of the bike nice. as well. Okay, it's it's really cool. It's like it's, CarPlay for a bike almost. It's yeah. got uh, several different modes, similar to like I, I like to call it. It's almost like a Tesla on two wheels. Okay, so it's got several different modes. I was on a short ride with it. Excuse me. Yeah. And uh, I didn't mess around with the modes. I went into straight up normal mode. However, there was a sport mode. Okay. The difference between normal and sport is uh, normal mode, when you hit the throttle right off the bat, as you first start rolling, you only get about 80% of the torque, and then it ramps up to 100%. Mm -hmm. In sport mode, it gives you 100% of the torque right, right off up the front. go. Okay. <laughs> um, I did watch somebody uh, light up a back tire and pull the front wheel off the ground. Oh, in okay. sport mode. Okay. Um, it was fast enough for me as it was. Um, the interesting thing about the bike that caught my attention, though, because before you get on the bike, you have to go through sign waivers and all sure, this stuff. And yeah. they actually have one sitting on dyno rollers okay. for you to get a feel for the bike. And it has regenerative braking. Oh, Fairly significant amount yeah. of regenerative braking. Okay. Which for me, the first question when I was on the on the rollers and I lift off the throttle and I felt it, I'm like, wait a minute, does this do this all the time? Because more so than a car on a bike, balance is everything. Yeah. And anything that's gonna throw off the balance. Mid-turn. And that was yeah. what I was worried about. And he said, honestly, the way the, the 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 computer system is set up on this thing, you got nothing to worry about. And I I went ahead and got a little wild and tested it. Okay, okay. So I was doing about 45, 50 miles an hour in a good lean, not like full lean knee dragging, but about halfway, halfway there. And I lifted off the throttle while I was lean and it, it, kept the balance just perfect. Okay. I had no problem. Does it like, does it have, uh, does it like 
throttle the regen as for lack of a yeah, better term like, like bring it in less, progressively less regen when you're leaned or it didn't feel like it it just huh. it, the way it's I, mean, I think it just kind of slowly ramps it up yeah, okay. uh, yeah. more you know it's more gradual than like a tesla Huh. Or, yeah, because I would think that hybrid. weight transfer just yeah. would be, and that's what I was worried about. But as I, the more I wrote it, the more comfortable I felt on it. And hmm. that's it's, really cool. It's cool. They've got they're supposed to have about 110 miles of range. Okay, which for a motorcycle rider, that's not necessarily a good thing. Yeah, be, especially for somebody who's hardly target demographic because we all like riding two, three hundred, four hundred miles in a day. Yeah, yeah, but and, I mean, 100 miles and then a 20 minute break. Um, that's not bad, right? It will charge 80% in about 25 minutes. Yeah, so, so I mean, that's not terrible. Yeah. It's about um, right. That's uh, kind of that's kind of the pace that motorcycle riders do anyway, yeah. right? It and, does kind of like it, it does kind of intersect with like I th- I think like the electric vehicle like range anxiety mm-hmm. kind of like intrudes a little bit on like the Harley freedom yeah. like culture, right? Yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah. I yeah. can kind of see those butting heads a little bit. Yeah, and, and having, you know, a yes it can plug into a standard charging station. Right. But if you're out in the middle of nowhere, how are you want to be chances, on a Harley? Yeah. What are your chances you're going to come across a charging station? So then you've got your backpack and you've got to have a 110 volt cable right. and find somewhere that they're going to let you plug it in for an hour. Right, right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, Interesting. That's like the urban Harley enthusiast. Very, and they're yeah. trying to increase their demographic because let's face it, most of your stereotypical Harley riders are going to be able to ride <laughs> much longer. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so they're trying to increase the demographic. This is the first step that they're taking for, toward electric. They're supposed to be move, have an entire line of electric bikes eventually. Right. Okay. I think this is a good start. However, the price point of this thing is something that definitely needs to be talked about. That bike starts at thirty thousand dollars. <laughs> it's a lot for a toy. I mean, oh, you roll up on a Harley. It's a lot for a Harley. Yeah. 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 I mean, that is customized full dresser. Okay. territory that, gotcha. that's 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 big cruiser touring bike yeah for something that can go 110 miles and you got to sit for 45 minutes right yeah it's it's a good start if right. they could bring the price point down right and still keep it about the same with the same features that that has i think that, that it's going to go somewhere yeah but until they can figure out a decent way to make that bike cheaper I, I think it's going to be a flaw. Well, and there are cheaper ones on the market already. Uh, right. There's yeah. Considerably yeah. cheaper yeah. with more range and more power. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, electric bikes are really intriguing. Uh, yeah. Really cool. I, I, there was somebody that was hopping on one uh, outside of uh, my work downtown one time. And I like I I could tell he was kind of in a hurry to get going. He like alarms were going off and he had a bunch of guns and money. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but like he just looked like he was, you know, he had something to do. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, I would have like stopped and asked him about his bike because it does seem kind of interesting. I don't think I would ever get one, but it does seem kind of interesting. Like I, I don't ever see myself owning a motorcycle, but like that one, I was like, yeah. I want to know more. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I've, I've always wanted to get a motorcycle. Electric motorcycles, motorcycles are really interesting to me. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'd ever let you buy a motorcycle. I know <laughs> you and like three other people have told me no. But whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Oh, trust me, my all my aunts and cousins, with the exception of one who rides a Harley, has, mm-hmm. has been yeah. sure. freaking out about sure. it. But yeah. It's yeah, yeah it, great bike, just not worth thirty grand. W- yeah. What are the what are the rules for motorcycles, Jake? Always wear a helmet. 
I don't always do that, but Jake, I know my, dad, my my own dad gets on my case. <laughs> oh, Jake, you got to wear a helmet. Um, the the number one rule for riding is you have to pretend that everybody out there doesn't see yep. you and doesn't know you yep. exist. Exactly. Yep. And yep. as long as you do that, you're pretty much going to be fine. Yep. There's always the the outliers sure, and things you sure. have no control over, yep. but yep. The, the number one thing is just pretend like everybody out there has no idea you exist and you you're there. Gotcha. And wear a helmet. Yeah. <laughs> very, very true. Dead Mother Dave. Uh-huh. Back out. Uh-huh. But while we're on the subject of motorcycles, this brings me to my own FMK cars. Ooh, awesome. All right. Let me pull up the list here. All righty. So. You going to run Google or you yeah, want me to run, run Google? Google? Sure. All right. Good so. Call, Ian. Since we're on the subject of, of motorcycles, I figured uh, I'd give you guys, and I'm going to be nice. There's going to be no caveats with this at all. Okay. Although, Dave, I will uh, warn you in advance, none of these cars have a roof. Oh, They're all open-air cars. Son of a... But they're all cars that are powered by motorcycle engines. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, interesting. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. All I right. There's a smart car with a Hayabusa. <laughs> Close, not quite. Okay. A little bit better. Okay. All right. So all right. I, this is something I've actually seen a lot of. It's a Lotus 7 kit car oh, with yeah. a turbocharged Hayabusa motor. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. Awesome. Yeah. So, so uh, turbocharged Hayabusa makes what, like? 350, 400 horsepower, <laughs> yeah. and it's a six-speed sequential transmission. Yeah, that's, that's probably enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a car that weighs about 1,200 pounds. Yeah. 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 That'll do. That's good. Mm-hmm. That'll do. That'll okay. do, big. All right. Okay. Okay. Car number two is the Morgan three-wheeler, because that is yeah. an S&S yeah. version yeah. of the Harley twin cam engine yeah. Yeah. on the front of it. Oh, man, I want I need to drive one of those in my life. I know, me too. If anyone listening to the show has any way for me to drive one, you need to get a hold of me. Yes. I almost chased a guy down on one back home. He, he was driving it down the road. If I wasn't working, I was going to follow him <sighs> and just ask to get some pictures of Yeah, him. yeah. Those things are so cool. Yeah. All right. Amazing. All right. Okay. Car number three uh-huh. is the Radical. Okay. Yeah. And those are... What's the S- engine S- in that? Uh, Jixer 1000 or Hayabusa's, and they have a... Uh, uh, the SR8 is actually a V8 made out of two Hayabusa engines. Holy shit. That's crazy. Yeah. So we'll go with the SR3. Cool. Okay. Okay. Oh, only 3.1, 0 to 60? Yeah. Come on, Jake. Man, that's tough. <laughs> yeah. And you can get those street legal. Okay, okay. They're primarily track toy cars, but you can get them street legal. <sighs> okay. All right. Ian, you want to go first? I'll go first. I am going to cr- uh, crush the Radical. Really? What? Yeah. It's just too serious for me. <laughs> okay. It's too, okay. It's too you, serious. I like that. You want something with a little bit of absurdity I to want, it. I want, and I would marry the Lotus okay. 7 okay. car. Because okay. that's still, I mean, that's still a crazy fast, crazy capable oh, yeah. track yeah. toy. Yeah. But like, it's not so, it's not like got a ton of downforce. Right. It still would be just fun. You know, yeah. you could drift around in it a little bit. Oh, yeah. Um, I feel like that would be a better thing to live with. Okay. Radical. And then, of course, I have to drive the three-wheeler for at least a day. What would you do with the three-wheeler for a day, Ian? What would I do for I would just drive it in the mountains. Like, okay. Like, just drive it around the mountains and probably, you know, crash off of a cliff after, the, like, the first turn. But, you know, it'd okay. be great. Okay. All That's right. what I would do. What, what about you, Dave? I think I would... 
marry the Morgan three-wheeler. Okay. Because I think if I'm doing something this absurd, yeah. like <laughs> I want to go all in. Nice. Right? And then I think for a day, I would drive the Radical just okay. because, I mean, jeez, right? That right. has to be nuts. Yeah. Uh, you know, I— I think that, like, if I had the Morgan three-wheeler, I would want to do, like, um, I would want to do an all-weather Morgan three-wheeler. Like, can you imagine <laughs> that with a set of studded ice tires? Yes. Okay, like, that would be crazy. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Huh? That would be, or just skis and one studded ice there tire. There you oh go. God, yes. <laughs> yeah. Ian, I like this. Now you're thinking. Yeah. How brakes work? <laughs> right, yeah. Because, yeah. <laughs> just slam it in reverse. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty okay. much. Okay. Yeah, that means I'd have to kill the adorable little Lotus, but yeah. that's a good one, Jake. What yeah. would you do? Yeah. I would have to marry the Radical. Okay. okay. Wow, we're all, we went Absolutely all different. Absolutely yeah, nuts. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, the Morgan three-wheeler for a day for sure. Huh. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. How I the only one who crushed the radical? Yeah, I'm surprised at that. Yeah. No, I did. I think that does speak to you, though. Like you, you want to do something, but you don't want to do it so serious. And right. like, have people think you're that serious? Right. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's more about people's expectations than you in that car. Could be because if you could just drive that on a track where no one would ever see you. Oh yeah, it'd be all about see, it. See there, yeah. we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be. I, that's like you don't want to be the guy. Who shows up to a track day in a radical, like uh-huh. a full? You don't want to be the That's guy bringing your own pool cue to the track day. <laughs> yes, yes, right? it is. Right? Yes, it is. That's exactly you right. See, what I like about the radical, though, is just like somebody who would buy a Lamborghini. Right. They buy it more for the looks, and they might take it to the track here and there. Mm-hmm. Right. What's going to turn people's heads more, a full-blown radical that's on the road or a Lamborghini? Who's going to look at what first? That's right, true. Right. That's true. Right. But again, I'm not really all about that. I'm all about just the—I want to have fun personally, and yeah. I right. really don't want to interact with anybody else. <laughs> right, right. I like that. I yeah. like that. Well, so how can people, where would people see something about the book? Would they see it on Twitter? Uh, it'll be on all social media. Okay. I mean, I'm still quite a ways out. I'm still doing some research. I mean, it's probably going to be six months to a year. Okay. I thought I was going to get it done a lot sooner. Turns out writing a book takes a lot of work. Yeah, yeah it's real <laughs> tough. <laughs> tough. It's real yeah. tough. So yeah. it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a while yet. So, I mean, obviously all social media. I'm going to let you guys HQ. know. RacersHQ.com. Okay. Uh, just search RacersHQ. I mean, Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook. We're all. It's all there. It'll all be there. It'll be hopefully here soon. I'll be able to start get back on the podcasting wagon. Nice. And, and uh, getting some more articles out. So just well, keep your you eyes out. if you need some idiot guests for your <laughs> first time out. Hey! <laughs> uh, wouldn't mind a Dead Mother episode, actually. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I would 100% do that. And I, I, on the back burner, I have a written piece planned on about. Oh, sweet. Uh, on, for something like that about. Uh, about how I learned to love racing by not racing. That's awesome. I yeah. love it. Yeah, definitely. Okay. All right. We'll talk off the air about yeah, that Yeah, like one. I have nothing yeah. else to do, Ian. That <laughs> and all the goddamn videos. Yeah. Yeah, you looked at me like, what the fuck, Dave? Do that. <laughs> Make it happen. Why isn't it here now? But the important thing is, tonight, what are we going to do? We are hopefully going to go karting. Yeah. And then we're going to wrap this episode up and say, we love you. Yeah. Thank you for watching. We're listening. And uh, follow us on the media social. Yeah. Thanks, Jay. Thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for coming by. Yeah. Of course. Bye. 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 Bye.